0: Do you want to last longer in bed, but you don't want to worry about lasting longer in bed or be thinking about it while you're in bed? (laughs) Well, then you need to get yourself some Promescent Delay Spray. Now, I know what some of you guys are thinking. I don't need delay spray. I don't have P.E., but Promescent Delay Spray is not just for guys with P.E. It's for any guy who wants to last longer in bed having to worry about it and that's because their delay spray is not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer it to your girl and for your girl they have a whole line of women's products i'm never without their warming gel they also have supplements that are going to make you both hornier called vitaflux they have everything you need for a really fun night of sex so what are you waiting for go get yourself some Promessin products go to promessin.com slash Strictly Anon to get 15% off your whole order. So order up, that's promessing.com slash Strictly Anon. Go there now to get 15% off your whole order. They have a 60 day money back guarantee. They have free shipping and your package is gonna arrive discreetly. So just go to promessant.com slash Strictly Anon or just go to the description and click on the link.
1: Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast
0: Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everyone's voices. I also change people's names or you could change your own name. You could email me from a phony email, call me from a phony number or a block number. I don't care who you really are or where you live or what you do for a living. I just want to hear your true story. I love a good, true, interesting story. If it's naughty, even better. You could be on the show by emailing me, at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on, be on the show. You could also leave an anonymous confession. I have an anonymous confessions line. I have hundreds of confessions now. I'm going to start making some of them into some episodes here. I do change the voices, just so you know, on all of the confessions, you have four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, you could just call back. If you're going to call the confessions line, I'm going to give you that number in a second. Make sure you're in a quiet place, okay? And make sure to speak clearly. <laughs> the number is 347-420-3579, 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. Don't text me hello or think I'm going to call you back. I don't check that phone, okay? That is strictly for my episodes to do tape my calls as well as to tape confessions that's not my phone I carry around I don't fucking text people okay so just leave your confession there though and I will air it over on my patreon all the confessions are aired over on my patreon like I said there's hundreds of them as well as all the anonymous picks of all of the girls that have been on my show there's hundreds of those as well as well as Q and A's where I answer all kinds of questions, as well as now access to my private discord. There's over a thousand people on there. It's a fun community. I don't get involved with the discord, it's more of a place for listeners of my show as well as guests. Whenever somebody comes on my show, I give them free access for my Discord, so they they could go in and post like whatever they want and talk to people. And it, it's become like a really great community where not only the people who sign up for my Patreon are involved, it's also my guests, anyone who comes on my show, I give them free access to go into my Discord and talk to people. People are, like, hooking up, okay? I'm getting private DMs where people are like, oh, my God, I hooked up with this one and that one. <laughs> and people told me, someone told me the other day that some people, like, are checking each other's geographical location so that they could try and hook up. So it's becoming, like, a really great community you get access to my private discord if you join my patreon it's only five dollars a month and you get all that shit i just told you it's too cheap i gotta raise it and i keep not raising it <laughs> but if you get in now at five dollars you don't get raised even if i do okay so if i raise it to seven bucks you're not you're gonna be locked in at five you could cancel it anytime. it's patreon.com strictly anonymous podcast that's patreon.com strictly anonymous podcast now today I have on Ginger. Ginger. I think she's on my Discord and 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 a part of my Patreon. I have pics of her, okay? Ginger's hot. She's also bisexual. She talks about how in the beginning when she first met her guy She used to hook up with women. They were open that way in the beginning of their relationship. They had threesomes, the typical ones where a girl comes in. Her guy was never with the women. She was always just with the women. And we talk about that in the beginning. And then eventually at some point in their marriage, they've been together for a while. She did bring in another woman to be with her guy. And she watched that. She was super into it. She talks about that experience. And then eventually they got around to doing the bull thing. And she's been with a couple bulls. She talks about those experiences too. She's very specific in what she wants in a bull. And one of those things is a big fucking dick. Okay. <laughs> she's a size queen. Her husband too likes it. I mean, this is a very common thing with a lot of guys that like to watch their girls with another guy, they like the guy to be bigger than them because it's not like she's got like a specific size that she likes and she said her husband isn't that size but her husband gets into the guys being bigger than her husband and she gets into the bigger guys as well both of her bills bulls have been big dudes okay she talks about exactly what went down to them one of them was really into foot jobs and she gave him a foot job her husband is always around videotaping she talks about the reclaiming sex watching the videos how much he loves that one time he got involved. He's not into guys, but he is into taping it. Like I said, and watching it, and seeing her as their porn stars, as her, as his porn star. She talks about why and when she started in OnlyFans and a many vids. I guess it's called many vids, many vids account. It was over COVID. She just decided to turn uh, open that up. And in the beginning, she was very open about it. As she talks about how some of her friends found her. And I was like, how? And it was because she promoted it to the people that she knew. And she talked about how that feels having her stuff out there and some of her friends following her. But you could go follow her there. She is giving out a discount and a coupon code for my listeners. It's gonna be twenty or twenty-five percent off. She didn't really know yet. The the information, the exact information will be in the description as well as the link for you to sign up. It's all hot like pics of her. There's one video on there of her like doing solo stuff. She enjoys watching too. She's definitely an exhibitionist. She loves being an OnlyFans and guy seeing her content. She really gets into doing custom videos for guys with fetishes. She talks about some of the custom videos she's done and all that kind of good stuff. And Ginger, like I said, did send me in hot pics of her with her face. You could see her in all her glory over on my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. But now you're going to hear her story. So I'm going to be right back on with Ginger. This is
1: the Strictly Anonymous Podcast.
0: Hi, Ginger. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Hi, Kathy. I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I like the name Ginger. That's like a hot name. Do you know what I mean? Like a stripper name, Ginger.
2: I don't know. I mean, I a... was I like the I, alias. I thought so, but it's better than like Mercedes or Lexus. <laughs> oh my god,
0: like a car name. <laughs> That's so funny. But wait a second. So your deal is this. You've been married, I think, 12 years or something. I don't know. We'll get into that. But you were always like hooking up with girls, I think, in the beginning of your marriage. Uh, And then you guys turned into you and your husband like a stag vixen kind of situation right and then sometime through COVID or when the pandemic hit like you started in OnlyFans you have that going on we'll work our way up yep. to that right yeah we'll give you shout outs and I'll put the links to your OnlyFans in the description but you know how talk to me about how you guys decided to open up your relationship or where that started it was way back in the beginning right from the
2: beginning Well, yeah, really. From the very beginning of our relationship, even when we were just dating, my husband knew that I was bisexual. I didn't never hid that from him. Um, But I always told him that he was lucky because I never felt like I could have a relationship with another woman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So there were... We actually worked at a nightclub together for about four years, and if that wasn't a true test of our relationship at that time, I don't know what was, but it also really gave us both an outlet to start exploring our more adventurous side, I guess you could say. We would go out and party after work, and a lot of times the only places that were open after our nightclub would close would be the strip clubs. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? And when you work with a bunch of other hot women and you go have a few drinks, sometimes things happen and... That was a lot of fun back in the day. And nobody made it weird. We could all go back and show up at work the next day and have a good time and do our job and do it all again the next weekend. Right. Now,
0: during those hookups, was it just you with the girls or were you into your guy being with the girls, too?
2: It was always just me with the other girl. And he always enjoyed watching and sometimes taking pictures and filming Mm -hmm. and Every now and again, there would be another guy there if she was dating somebody else. But it was never in like a a group kind of setting.
0: And it was never you guys either. If that guy was there, they were just watching no. the girls, right?
2: No. Yeah. No, I always said that I didn't want that. And he, I think at the time, both of us were a little too... Jealous still to allow each other to explore being with a member of the opposite sex Uh So that was kind of where our boundary remained for a lot of years really until after we got married
0: And then how did it change like how many years into your relationship? Did you change that dynamic and become the stag and vixen?
2: Well, the first time was really I would say a few days after our wedding, I'll be honest, on our honeymoon, we took a girl back to a hotel room with us. And that was, that was fun. I woke up the next morning, and she was gone. And I was like, well, damn, I was kind of hoping to get get another morning quickie.
0: (laughs) But you had been with girls before. I mean, was it different on that honeymoon? Where is that like she was with your husband too? Or was it the same kind of threesome that you had had before with him?
2: No, it just felt like it Was natural, kind of progression type of deal. And then, not long after we got married, we were living in an apartment on top of uh, a nightclub, actually. And we were thought, oh, well, maybe we'll go out and find another couple. And that proved to be way more difficult than we expected. And that was back in the days of Craigslist. So what do you do? You put a, an ad up on Craigslist and you know you got to be super careful and super picky and who you talk to. Uh, we found a couple that we clicked with and they seem to be looking for the same things we were. We start talking to them. And when it came time to exchange uh, face pictures, we realized, holy shit, we know that. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Well, listen, we're not going to say what you do, but you are kind of public figures a little bit, right? People can would maybe recognize you if they knew the field that you were in. And there are some people that know yes. you, like, on your OnlyFans, and there's a little crossover there, right? So were these people that knew you from that world?
2: No, actually, they were from a vanilla job. Oh, even worse. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and... He asked me, he's, is that weird for you? And I was like, not really. She's really hot. So let's see what happens. Now,
0: what going um, into that threesome, though, and going into, you know, putting ads up on Craigslist or looking for couples, what were you guys looking for? Were you like, OK, I've always been with women. Now I want you to be with women and I want to fuck other guys. I mean, what kind of scenario were, or were you just going to do
2: swaps? We were still kind of exploring that like we were open to potential soft swap and things like that but that's when we still weren't really completely where we are now so in that situation it was just me and her still so you were just looking
0: hungry. for couples but it was still it was just you were gonna hook up with the girl I mean there was no yeah. discussion that you were gonna let him fuck other girls or you were gonna fuck the husbands nothing like that right
2: okay. Right. yeah we still weren't there yet mm-hmm. and we had they were the only couple that we knew that had been in the lifestyle at all before. And we were like, well, how do you meet people? And they said, well, we went to a party one time and we started looking into parties and things like that. And then I got pregnant with our daughter and I was not feeling it at all. But I knew that my husband was still really in need. So I called in a little reinforcements and, Had a girl come over and help me take care of him. (laughs) So this is the first time you're letting your husband hook up with another girl? Yeah, completely. And how did that go for you? I thought it was really hot. And I was a little nervous about it. Especially when you're pregnant, you never really know how you're going to react to certain situations. But afterwards, I was like, yeah, that was fucking hot. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So you weren't horny as a pregnant woman and you wanted this girl to like do your job for you. Like when you say you both did it, like what what did you need help with? Like you didn't want to fuck him. So she did like what what actually took place?
2: I did. I just didn't have the energy and I kind of wanted him to be able to just let it all out and not have to, to be reserved or only be able to go for five, ten minutes and then I'm I'm tired and I don't feel like it anymore. So mm-hmm. I was, wanted someone to come in and be able to do whatever he wanted in that moment and he loved it and I loved it for a while I just sat there and watched mm-hmm. and then they were like come on come join us so you can't say no to that so everybody got off and it, I I wasn't sure how it would how it would go or how it would make me feel to see another woman suck his dick or fuck him or get him off, let alone how it would make me feel to watch him get another woman off. But I actually loved all of it.
0: Hey guys, do you know that there is a male G spot and you want to know where it is? It's hidden right underneath your taint. Now, I'm sure most of you know where your taint is, (laughs) but for those who don't, it's that little, tiny, super sensitive strip right between your balls and your asshole, okay? Now, listen, if you stimulate your male G-spot, you are gonna have what's called a prostate orgasm. Now, I never had one because I'm a girl, but the guys who have called into my show who have had them talk about it being the best effing orgasm they ever had okay i don't think most guys have had a prostate orgasm and that's why i am excited to tell you about the butter wellness personal massager their personal massager is designed to externally stimulate the male g-spot that's right you don't even have to go inside to have a prostate orgasm you take their personal massager and you put it right on your taint and you're gonna have a prostate orgasm. And not only that, massaging your taint is going to increase your blood flow, giving you stronger erections. And if you have any kind of ED going on, it's going to help with that. And right now, Butter Wellness is offering my listeners 15% off your order when you enter the code strictly at butterwellness.com. That's B-U-T-T-E-R-W-E-L-L-N-E. ESS.com. Use code STRICTLY to get 15% off. Go to Butterwellness.com. Use code STRICTLY or just go to the description. And click on the link to get 15% off and have yourself the best orgasm ever. Did you yeah, continue to no, we see that woman throughout your whole pregnancy? So that did you no, service that your husband a, more than once?
2: <laughs> that was a one and done. It was right there at the end. And then after our daughter was a couple years old, he came to me one time and he's like, I really, really want to see you fuck another guy. And I did not know how to feel about that. I was like, why? <laughs> and I I guess I hadn't really allowed myself to feel like that was something that I could want to up until that point. And I've heard a lot of women say that, that they didn't know if they could allow themselves to do this or that, let alone if their partner would be comfortable with it. So I guess I figured if that was something that he was into, I could see if that was something I could be into too. And I didn't really know how to go about that. So we got on some of the apps because this was after the Craigslist days. I think there was Adult Friend Finder. Um, That's when people first started using Kick, I Mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. So he found a few that he thought would meet my criteria and showed them all to me and had me pick one
0: what was your criteria
2: i like them to be fit athletic they don't have to be huge and muscular but i i do like a guy who's got some meat on them they don't have to be super tall but i'm not really into really short guys especially if they're shorter than me because i'm only five six and they definitely i it it's important for them to be well hung. Over eight inches, I'd say is is the criteria that we look for.
0: Okay, so you're a definite size queen. Is your husband yes. big?
2: Not like that.
0: Okay. So you're more like- than average, but not
2: like that. Which is why he that's something for him too. That's a big kink for him too. He really wants to see me with something
0: Bigger than him. Yeah, a lot of guys that are into that kink, right? The stag or the cuck want a guy with a bigger dick for some reason, where you would think intuitively it would be the opposite, right? Because the guys are always so petrified that another guy is bigger than them. But I always make right. jokes like a couple times. Guys in my life have asked me about other guys. Were they bigger than me? And your your natural instinct would be like, oh no. Even if they were, you know what I mean. You would never tell the guy that somebody else was bigger than them. But I'm like, maybe some of those guys were wanting me to tell them that they were bigger than them. Do you know what I mean? Like you just you would never think that as a woman. But you know there are guys well, that I have think, that
2: kink for some reason. I think to them it's because it is so different that it's a huge turn on especially he said that especially once he realized that I could take it then he wanted to see it even more <laughs> interesting mm-hmm. is your guy bi at all did you
0: ever wonder if he was or no. ask him that question
2: mm-hmm. oh no not at all I mean he's comfortable around people who are but he's not at all he's completely straight
0: Right. So anyway, so you go looking for, he knew that you were looking for a bigger guy, like going in, in the
2: beginning, this first guy. Okay. Yeah. He was quite a bit younger than me at the time. I think he was about six years younger than me. And we met up with him at a bar and hung out, had a couple of drinks and went back to his apartment. And my husband said, I hope you don't mind if I film this because I got to get this for for my purposes for, for the home vault. Right. And the guy's like, Oh yeah, no problem. I don't mind. Um, so then that became kind of a kink for both of us too, because we had been filming ourselves for years, but this was kind of on a whole different level for
0: both of us. Going into this first time was were there any rules or regulations how involved was your husband going to be was he just filming did he cross swords did he fuck you too what was gonna happen what went down that first time
2: well I always told him that that could be optional if he wanted to jump in and felt he wanted to partake in that that I was okay with that right but he said that the first time he thought he just wanted to watch so he did he more so just wanted to be like the camera guy so to speak
0: now, were there any rules or regulations? Were you allowed to kiss, not kiss? Did you guys have a conversation no, about it? There
2: was there's no kissing the first time. I was super nervous, I'll be honest. It was very strictly down to business, and I definitely enjoyed it. But I, afterwards, I kind of was yelling at myself like, you should have done this better. You should have done this more. You should have at least given him a lap dance, something. Hilarious. Where Where do you guys do this? Like at a hotel or at your house? or? No, we went back to uh, the guy's apartment, which wasn't far from the bar that we had gone to. Okay. We were able to walk there. So, I mean, there was a little bit of chit-chat back and forth, but he was fairly quiet. didn't really seem to have a whole lot to say.
0: But you guys um, fucked like crazy and your husband filmed the whole thing. That's what went down?
2: Oh yeah, no, once it got started, it was it was pretty pretty crazy. And I I'm not really sure how many times the other kid had done that before. He was like I don't wanna say very robotic, but kind of robotic. Like he was just thinking to himself, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, you
0: know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's performing. I mean, it, it's like a little, I think it's a little different when you're one-on-one, but he's got some guy filming it. That might be a yeah, little... Yeah, that's true. A little and that's why we always nervous. make sure that they're
2: okay with it. Yeah. Yeah you have to make sure they're okay with it ahead of time. You don't want to spring something like that on somebody. Yeah, but
0: think about that young guy, right? No guy's gonna give up fucking the wife just because it's gonna be videotaped. So he might have been like, oh fuck, I'm not gonna give up this opportunity. But that might have still freaked him out. You don't know.
2: Right. Yeah, for sure. If he wasn't a
0: professional bull.
2: (laughs) We had tried to, oh yeah, he was definitely not a professional. I have yet to find a, a good one of those, but We'll get there. We had tried to, the time before that we had tried to find somebody to hook up with, we had set it up and I was super excited because this guy was really hot and we had gotten a hotel room with a jacuzzi, like I had my lingerie picked out, all this stuff. And the guy no-showed on
0: us. But you don't think about stuff like that, but I've heard that from people who've been doing it for a long time. You get all ready, and, and then people don't show, and you're paying for the hotel. I mean, you wind up creating certain rules and regulations because of that shit, because yeah. that could happen a, a lot. You don't know. People don't think of that. Yeah,
2: yeah. for sure. So you really got to kind of learn your lesson with that and make yeah. sure that that doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. So after that first guy, it really took us a while to get out there again, Uh, not because either of us really had any negative feelings about it, but because there was a lot of chaos in our life at the moment. And once things settled down again, we were like, okay, we can kind of get back into the the groove of things. Let me ask you this,
0: though, because you did was there like reclaiming sex afterwards? And was it amazing? Did it add to your sex life afterwards that that hook up?
2: Yeah and mm-hmm. I didn't even really think about that aspect of it ahead of time. I honestly didn't know that there was a term for that or that yeah, was yeah, a yeah. thing. Yeah. And Actually, if I remember correctly, after that first time we went home and we did, and after he finished, he looked down at me and he goes, And that's what you call reclaiming. <laughs>
0: so he knew the term.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And did and you he's... have that video?
0: Did you like to watch that video? I mean, because he did videotape it, correct?
2: Yeah, so it's actually really funny that you bring that up because every once in a while he will pull it up on his phone like if we're going to go watch porn together or something and it makes me blush every time. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. He told me that he likes to listen to it and watch it sometimes just because he's like, I have seen that video so many times. I know exactly what you're doing at every minute of it just by the sound. Yeah,
0: for sure. Listen, I think that that's the whole thing and with I'm, guys.
2: Is that a thing with a lot of guys?
0: Yeah, because it's they're very visual and they're into porn. Yeah. And if if it's you in there, that's their girl. It's the, it's like porn, but taken to the next level because their girl is the porn star so it's like they have that girl they're watching that girl they know that girl and she's in that video doing this hot shit and he gets the fucker afterwards so i think it's you know that's what guys say it's like my own porn star watching my girl with somebody else it's typically you're watching that hot girl or guys watching porn and that girl's unattainable but and so a lot of guys say like after they have those kind of videos like they prefer that to regular porn because they have their own, that's their favorite porn store is their girl at home.
2: Right. Yeah. He's, I, I search for redheads all the time, but it just, it's not the same. He's, so I normally just revert back to our collection, my videos of you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, that's how I know that I have a keeper because that tells me that he he not just enjoys our sex life together, but he likes seeing me pleasure. And that's what he says. That's the biggest thing for him is that he really enjoys seeing me experience pleasure.
0: Yeah, totally. But you also enjoyed seeing him have pleasure with that other woman. So now I know we're going to get to like your next bulls and stuff, but in during this time, have you uh, like, were you also thinking of setting up a situation where he would be with another woman again?
2: I really, really want to. That is proving to be a bit more difficult. I don't know if it's the apps that we're on or the fact that we haven't had a chance to really get out to the parties. But that is something that is at the very top of my checklist.
0: So you guys, so once you start doing the bowl thing, you're, you you've been doing the bull thing, but you haven't had a time though, since that girl, when you were pregnant, you have never had another time where you hooked up like with a couple or anything. And your husband was with the girl.
2: Right. Well, the last time that we tried, we thought we were, we had it set up with this couple and had been talking to them for a while. We thought everything was good and that they were down we didn't realize that the whole time, when we thought we were communicating with both of them, that we were only communicating with him. Right. And the night that we had set up to go over there because they were going to host, this was like towards the end of COVID. He's, hey, we're not going to be able to to meet up. The babysitter is sick, or something like yeah.
0: that. Yeah. And
2: we're like, oh, that really sucks. Okay, well, we'll just we're out having a drink, so we'll. Maybe plan on hooking up another night. No big deal. And they message us about 40 minutes later. Hey, never mind. You guys can come over after all. Grandma's going to take the kids or whatever it was. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. This is actually going to happen. And we are both really excited. Well, we get there. We find out that she has no idea what's going on before we get there. That's so fucked up. I know. I don't get that. And they both insisted that that's the way that she preferred it. But when he said that, looking at the look on her face, I wasn't too sure that that was really the case. Right, right, right. I really got the sense that this was something that he wanted in their relationship and she was just along for the ride to make him happy. Mm Mm-hmm. And that makes me super uncomfortable. And I didn't really understand that that was completely the situation until afterwards. Because from start to finish, she was total cold fish.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's not hot. And that's fucked up.
2: Completely. It was terrible. And it started with me and her and she really just kind of like laid there and didn't really react much or do much and didn't want to play back and she played with my hair and that was it yeah 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 okay so as I'm going down on her he comes around behind me and he says something to her and she looks at him and shakes her head so he goes and he grabs a toy and I'm like all right, fine whatever well I realized later that what that was was him asking her if he could fuck me and she told him no Oh. Okay, cool. To me, that's something you should talk about before the situation. So
0: th- like that. Well, she didn't even know yeah. it was happening. Obviously, they don't communicate. I mean, he didn't even tell her you're fucking coming over, let alone, oh my god, that guy's such an asshole. So it's hard to find couples, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That was your only other experience with another woman. I mean, all of the other experience we're going to be talking about are with bulls, correct? Yeah,
2: that's the the only couple that we've connected with and tried to, to set anything up with because yeah. after that happened, we were both like, okay, well, maybe we need to be extra cautious when it comes to couples and maybe have a little more of a vetting process because she literally laid there and watched UFC and then gave my husband a half-ass blowjob and left us both like hanging. We're like, okay, well, we're going to cut this short. Thanks for the lovely evening. Um, See ya.
0: Yeah, that's terrible. So let's get back to the hot story. So you get that first bull, it's super hot, you wind up stuff happens, your life happens, but eventually you start looking for more guys. What happened after
2: that first guy? Well, it kind of became like a memory for us to use in the bedroom, obviously with the video and stuff like that. And he asked me what I liked the most about it. And aside from looking up and seeing him watching me, I really enjoyed like the newness of somebody uh, different that doesn't really know you but is willing to toss you around a little bit and maybe you know, give it to you a little bit harder because it's new. That was part of the excitement for me, and I always thought that it once we did that, that I would never repeat that situation again with the same person, that it was a one and done. Okay. And then I found my next bull. And I liked him even better. He knew what he was doing. He had more experience. He even had some new kinks that I had never experienced before. And he asked me if I would be maybe into giving him a foot job
0: oh i remember this from the email yeah the foot job guy (laughs)
2: yeah Mm -hmm. he's Uh, a bbc correct he is Mm -hmm. now was that your first that was not my first big but he has been the largest so far
0: right okay but he's a black guy you're white it's is it your first interracial experience or was the other bull a black guy is that like your thing that you
2: look for the other the other bull was a little more mixed but i mean i guess you could consider him a bbc as well technically but yes i'm very very little irish girl white And my husband is part Mexican and Native American. So when he has a good tan, there's a good contrast going on. But in the winter, he's as pale as I am.
0: (laughs) That's interesting. But he could get dark as shit without, you can't get dark like that. Not if you're a redhead. (laughs) Oh, no,
2: no. I get a ginger tan. All my freckles just move closer together. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. But you like that contrast, right? I mean, a lot of times, because some people will be like, oh, is that, I don't know, someone brought up like it's racist. Somebody just likes black guys. I'm like, no, I think it's no different than a black guy or a black woman. Woman interested in the white. I think it's the contrast that some people. It's just like a visual thing, right? It's it's like no different than if some guy likes a girl that's full figured or a girl that's skinny or a girl that wants a guy with muscles or a belly. I mean, it's just preference. It's like physical what turns you on. So you so that's what when you were looking like when you said your guy knows what you like and he would go looking for you.
2: So the contrast is definitely a thing, but I am not exclusive, right? to that, I mean, honestly, as long as they're over eight inches and can hang <laughs> and actually go yeah. more than four or five minutes, I'm good to go.
0: Yeah, because there's BB, right. there's the BWC, right? The big white cock, big black cock, I mean, you just like big cock. And so whatever yeah. that comes with, you're down, you're yeah. open. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. So you're it's, this guy was into foot jobs. Like that was that something he brought up?
2: Oh yeah, that's his thing. That is really his thing. And I had never done that before. I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. It's a to me, it's a challenge because I'm thinking, How the hell am I gonna be able to hold myself upright <laughs> while yeah. doing this with my feet? Like the logistics just we're not mathing in my head. So But I decided to give it a shot and made it work and he loved it and I didn't have any negative feelings about it. So I was like, all right, well, if he likes it, cool. Really turned him on. The first time we got together, I didn't do that. The first time we got together, he had gotten a hotel room and we met up and it was kind of a, just the first time meeting up with somebody and going back to the room and fucking three or four times before you're like, thanks for all the orgasms. Have a great night. Um, it was the second time that we got together that he asked me if I would give him a foot job.
0: Now was your husband there the same thing, just watching. He's never participating at this point.
2: Well, the first time with this guy, he actually asked me if, um, I would give him a blow job while he was, uh, while my bull was fucking me from behind. And I was like, yeah, let's give it a shot. Right. And I do like that. It's, I'll be honest though. It is kind of hard to hold on, you know, when you got another one behind you, but I am, I'm a good girl and I hold on the best that I can and try to make it work for everybody.
0: Okay. So now, so your husband does get involved sometimes and he did with that guy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I realized that I do, I do enjoy that. So I, told him again I said if you want to jump in if you want to put the camera down if you want to hand him the camera like you want to jump in let me know we'll make it work I'm totally down with that and we always tell them ahead of time that that might happen because mm-hmm. he's never sure until the moment comes whether or not he wants to jump in or if he just wants to watch so I always leave that open for him to decide
0: right but he's always filming Yes, right. I mean, you don't meet up with bulls that aren't filmed. I mean, it's always like the, the, You make sure that guy is cool with you guys filming. Is that one of your rules too?
2: I mean, preferably we tell them that part of the purpose for us is to to have that for our vault. So we always tell them that we prefer to to be able to film and take pictures and things like that. And I have a. A few things that I like to do, I guess you could call them fantasies, like photo shoots and stuff like that, that I am waiting until I find the right bull to um, make those happen with. So,
0: so this, it's the second time he tells you he wants a foot job. Yes. And and how, so this guy, I mean, you said early on, like, I typically don't see bulls. I want a one and done. But so this guy, why did you decide to see him a second time?
2: because I really enjoyed myself the first time and he actually knew what he was doing Mm -hmm. and he was really chill um he was very uh respectful of our boundaries and our rules and asked and I hadn't really had people straight up ask us what our boundaries were before so I really liked that and then he was Completely about making sure that I was comfortable and that I was the one directing what was going on. So I guess I had never really had somebody also be able to not just make me come multiple times, but make me squirt multiple times without having to take more than a five minute break. <laughs> right.
0: Well, you're a squirt or the other guy, this guy made you squirt.
2: Yeah, he was the first one who really uh, took advantage of that. My husband knows how to make that happen, but this one, like, didn't even, he he already knew. It was like, he didn't ask me if that was something I could do. He just made it happen uh, again and then again.
0: (laughs) Right. right. So you were horny for him. That's why you saw him the second time. (laughs)
2: Oh, yeah. No, he found the
0: button. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) So the second time he says he wants a foot job.
2: Right. Yeah. So that's how we started was with that. And that turned him on so much that it actually intensified our experience. Um, How does that work? Do you have to
0: lube it up or because it's your feet right on his cock and you're like going up and down. It's kind of like with your two feet, you're giving him like a hand job, but a foot job. Right. And then does he come from that?
2: Yeah. So what well, he had told me that he had a foot fetish. So I had gotten a pedicure and, and made him look cute, made sure they were soft and stuff like that. But then he asked me if I would do that. And he had some coconut oil. So we just lubed it up with that and. If I remember correctly, he was sitting, leaning with his back up against the wall, and I sat in front of him in kind of like a frog position, I guess you could say, and used my feet. I had to brace myself, hold myself up with my hands, and for a minute there, I decided to use my feet and my hands at the same time, and that was a true test of core strength. Yeah, a good workout. That was a really good workout, yeah. Yeah. But he loved it. So that was that was a big turn on. And that was really the first time that I had explored any real kinks with anyone except my husband.
0: Does your husband have any kinks besides the fact that he likes to see you fuck other guys with bigger dicks?
2: (laughs) Oh, yes. He loves talking dirty. He really wants to hear me tell him how much I crave him and how much I love his cock and how much I crave big cock. And he always asks me, oh, you can you just can't wait to get it again, can you? Well, of course, the answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But that's why I'd say that's probably one of his his biggest things.
0: Right. But that guy had a full fetish. I mean, that was a foot fetish that guy had now do you still now that guy does he become like your regular ball
2: well he moved to Tulsa and uh so we're quite quite a ways away now and he said that he would come back and let me know when he was coming back and about two weeks ago I got a message from him that said hey I'm coming back for a week uh let's hook up so we're planning on hooking up in a few weeks when he comes back
0: Hmm. now have you met other bulls besides him as well and did you guys ever? i mean you did i think you put in the word swinger in your email like i mean do you guys ever go into any clubs or any parties or
2: anything like that no because right after him unfortunately i got pregnant with our second kid and kind of fizzled out all of our activity in the lifestyle again it, seemed like every time we got involved and really got going with everything something in our life would happen and we had to step out again which goes back to that in in the lifestyle and out and back in again for many years and then after our son was born i found out that i had to have major surgery and mostly through my recovery now so that's why we're like all right let's get back into doing all the things that we love again, it's it's time to be more adventurous. And I think this time we've had even more time to talk about it and to consider and re rework our boundaries and our rules, I'd say.
0: In what sense? It sounds like you tried a little bit of everything uh, and it seems like there was never any issues. So what kind of boundaries did you guys set up?
2: Now, after you've done it, we don't ever we don't ever play separately. Everything that we do is always together. Uh Like we don't go out and date other people. Neither of us really. That's not our thing. I can understand that other people really get off on that. But that's not our dynamic to us. We are in the lifestyle together as a couple. So we want to experience our adventures and misadventures, of course, together as a couple. And I feel like that has really strengthened us in a lot of ways. As far as boundaries, I think we've, we've gotten a little more relaxed as far as hard no things like kissing and stuff like that. My only other hard no is that I don't do anal and... That's kind of across the board no matter what situation we're in. But I don't think that we're not like, oh, you can only do this and you can only do that. Like we always use protection. That's really our only hard and fast rule. That's not negotiable in in our lifestyle.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, are you still
0: just looking to get back out there? Are you still just looking for the stag vixen setup where you're going to go out and screw other guys and your guy's going to video and watch? Are you ever looking to get more into swapping, hooking up with couples, you being with girls again?
2: Oh, yeah. No, we're really in, uh, open to any of that. It's not a just this or that kind of situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think that uh, there's so there's a local group that hosts parties uh, on a regular basis. And I think they have a few coming up towards the end of the year that we may try to get out for because I see their posts all the time. They look like so much fun. Who wouldn't want to get all dressed up and, and looking cute and go have fun with other couples that are like minded? And hopefully you find people that you can really have a good time with.
0: Right. I mean, especially because, I don't know, I mean, you're very bisexual, right? You haven't been with a woman for many, many years?
2: Yeah, it's been quite a while. I would say the last one was that couple that was a total flop.
0: Yeah, yeah, the. the Yeah, that doesn't really count. Now, I know that sometime over the pandemic, you said you did start an OnlyFans. Like, what is on there? Did you decide to put all these hookups and these videos on there? Or is it just you solo? I mean, what's going down there?
2: Well, when I started it, I kind of went into it with the, I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. Like, all these other girls are in everybody's message inbox with pretty much porn all day every day and that's fine that's what they do and it works for them I really I wanted to do something different and I had been modeling for a few years my husband used to really like taking like some sexier photos of me and lingerie and various things like that but we never did anything with them So I was like, well, let's find the best of the best and dump them all on there and give us some excuses to create new ones. And let's just have fun with this and create art. And then after I had our son, I started slowly getting back into it again, once I started feeling like a normal human again. And that kind of transitioned. We started talking about it. He's well, if we're going to be doing this how do you feel about adding that into the the content that you create i'm not opposed to it right now it's a matter of being able to get a uh, consent form signed and stuff like that so we're working on all of that to be able to include that content and from now on anybody that we do create with will have them sign the consent form in order to use the content but right now until we're able to make that happen it's just me having fun being silly being sexy showing off new lingerie that I get from some of my subscribers and I love that
0: do you do custom videos and stuff I mean do people put in requests since you're like on there doing pics and stuff
2: yeah so that can also happen through my OnlyFans. I also have a account on ManyVids where custom content can be requested and things like that. I actually made a exclusive discount code for both my ManyVids and my OnlyFans specifically for your subscribers. Okay, what is that? I will have to send them to you. Oh. There, <laughs> one is a code and the other one is a link.
0: Okay, so I'll put that in the description then. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah.
2: And then, oh, so when I started the OnlyFans, my husband was really into making videos of me and posting them up there. And we kind of had a difficult time doing that with the kids around. So we would rent a hotel room for an evening on the weekend, get a babysitter for the kids, and we'd go have fun. On one of those nights, I decided that I was gonna do a little more than just a photo shoot and made my first solo video. So, I put that up there and got such a great response to it that that was, that's the first thing that I posted when I made my my many vids account.
0: So that's you pleasuring yourself, correct? Oh, yeah, you it's alone. it's a solo
2: video of me right. with um, a toy, my new toy at the time, and that was the first time I'd ever taken a video of me making myself squirt
0: Mm -hmm. so people could see that and on the many I mean if you're on many vids I would assume that there's many more videos right besides that one that was the first one is that what you decided then to post on there or do they see you and your husband or is it just solely you solo videos of you well
2: I just started that account we're working on repackaging um, and editing some of the others that we have in our portfolio to be able to add that on there
0: right okay so but that's to come cuz i know that a lot of times with only fans people have their fans in there and then they sell them custom stuff and everything and people come with all kinds of different requests right and you make a video oh, yeah. for that person like what kind you do that i'm assuming
2: Definitely yeah i've done custom like foot videos before massaging and lotioning up my feet and stuff like that and i had a few people really like those i had somebody request one time just a video of me pulling stockings up my legs
0: Yeah, that's like a guy that has a pantyhose fetish. And I think that if you're into that kind of stuff, I mean, does it turn you on? Are you an exhibitionist? Is that why you're putting yourself out there? Why decide to do an OnlyFans?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like there's always been a bit of that in me from being in performing arts when I was a kid to even as an adult. I think there is a lot of that that turns me on. And that's why... There's a few of my OnlyFans subscribers that know us personally in real life. Uh, Um, And I don't really, I don't find that weird. I know some people do. They're like, I don't want to know about it. I don't want to know that you follow me. I don't want to know anything like that. It doesn't really bother me. I had one of them, (laughs) I had somebody ask me one time if it weirded me out that some of our friends followed me. And I said, no, because when we're together as friends, you guys are friends, you're like family. I see you as somebody that I like to hang out with and I like to talk to and that's it. But behind that paywall, it is strictly business. And I don't judge you for anything that you might say or any of the content that you like. I appreciate that you're supportive of me in my ventures, but I don't find it weird.
0: But how did they find you to begin with? I mean, did you advertise it to them? Because typically OnlyFans, is, people only find you if they have your link. I mean, you have to kind of go out and find your audience. So how did your friends find you?
2: Well, in the very beginning, I wasn't exactly shy about starting it up because during COVID, work was a little hard to come by. Sometimes everybody was trying to make a little extra money as much as they could. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to put myself out there. This is what I'm doing. People don't have to like it. If they don't want to be friends with me afterwards, that's on them. All right. So that's cool. So
0: you were open about it from the beginning. In the beginning, it wasn't Uh, like a private thing.
2: Yeah, I was. And I have kind of toned. I don't want to say necessarily tone that down a little bit, but I have streamlined and directed um, more of that kind of activity towards my pages that are specifically made for that. More so out of respect for my professional career, um, my children, things like that. So it's not that we were super secretive in the beginning. I just don't talk about it in certain forums
0: anymore. But you did in the beginning right. just to get people there is what you're saying. I mean, it Basically, was like you were starting yeah. it out.
2: Yeah. I started my um Instagram page that was for that kind of persona, so to speak, to attach that to my only fans and then I did the same thing with the Twitter and and all that.
0: Right, right, right. That's cool. So if people go there, they're going to see like hot, sexy photos of you right in yes. lingerie out of lingerie that kind of stuff there's one video now but you're planning on putting up more correct yes absolutely and you will be giving my listeners some sort of discount you know what that is but even if you don't know the code
2: so I do believe it is either a 20 or 25 percent discount um on both platforms Okay. I think there's I think there's only ten days for them to capitalize on the OnlyFans discount though.
0: Okay, so the OnlyFans is for ten days, mm-hmm. and then the many. So they day. better get them while they can. Yeah, and now you sent me some hot pics for my Patreon. I could use those. Should I take your face out of them? I mean, you sent me your face. I'm going to take keep you anonymous. Correct. Or do you are you not anonymous on your Instagram and stuff like?
2: Oh no, there my photos aren't anonymous on Instagram. So these pics um,
0: that you sent me, I could send, the, I could put them on my Patreon, correct? As is. Yeah,
2: you can use either the ones that I sent you. I can send you a few more if you like. But all right, you can awesome. Use my face on there.
0: Okay, cool. So you'll send me those pics for my Patreon. I will get. Yeah. You're gonna email me the links ASAP. Right in those pics so that I can include it in the description. Uh, your episode will be up soon. I will, like I said, I will put the links to your OnlyFans and the discount code as well in the description. So get that over to me. And why don't you give a shout out to all your stuff again?
2: I'm sorry. You don't even
0: think I gave you those
2: names. Yeah. Yeah. On Instagram, it is at Jinja, G-I-N-J-A underscore queen, Q-U-E-E-N. And that's Jinja, like ninja, but the redheaded kind. <laughs> I
0: like that. Jinja. J. Right. Uh, yeah, I like that. Okay, that's Instagram. And then give out your many vids and your OnlyFans. And
2: then OnlyFans is the same thing. It's OnlyFans.com backslash G-I-N-J-A underscore queen, Q-U-E-E-N. Awesome. Thanks,
0: Jinja, Jinja Queen, Jinja. <laughs> I for like, sure. uh, and Yeah.
2: I really can't wait to update you on some of our new adventures now that we're finally getting back into the lifestyle again.
0: Yeah, for sure. Get more stories Well, I'm always
2: down to do a you part
0: two. My listeners always love hearing from women, especially women who enjoy this kind of lifestyle. Um, yeah. And so well, it's really
2: your show that gave me a, a huge boost in confidence and not just be who I am without questioning myself now that I see that there's so many other women out there like me. Um, I love
0: that. That's the whole point. I mean, listen, the point is also to let the general public who doesn't do this to also know that there are people out there doing this, and it could be your neighbors or your sister or your friend or your partner or you maybe down the line, but it's also to help people like you, like who are listening, whether it's the foot fetish guy or the woman in the hot wife scenario, that to know that they're not alone. And I think that that's super important. Yeah.
2: Oh, definitely. And it has really sparked an amazing conversation between us and talking about every aspect of the lifestyle and not just things that we want to experience, but the stories that we hear from other people. And it has brought us a lot closer, being able to do that, to communicate with your partner in that fully open, free way. I really don't think there is anything more beautiful than to be able to do that and completely be yourself. So I am so glad that there is more people out there that are finding that in themselves.
0: Yeah. And trying it out. And that's why it's always important. And it's great that you're sharing your story because that'll help other people that are listening.
2: That's the whole point is being able to share your experiences and what makes you successful. I really feel like communication and consistently communicating. And if anything changes, being willing to revisit whatever is changing, even in the moment, Last week, I may have been all all about one thing. And this week, I'm lukewarm on it. And my husband's going to know either way. Exactly. And I think that's one of the biggest places where people misstep in being able to make the lifestyle successful for themselves. is I'm sorry, even
0: vanilla sex is not going to be that hot if you can't open your mouth. And that's the problem with a lot of people, even just girls don't even oh, know how exactly. to speak up about what they want in the bedroom or men. And that's like the key To good sex and that's where it all starts. It's not even down the line of that lifestyle. I mean you're so much further than most people. I think a lot of people can't even tell people what they want in their own bedroom between the two of them and these are people that have been together since the dawn of time and I think though that shows like this and the younger generation coming up and talking about things being more open is helping people. right, Right. feel more okay with letting their freak flag fly, because it's always interesting to me that people, some people are like living these secret lives, and they're able to express those things to people outside of their relationship easier than the person that's sitting next to them for the past 30 years, which doesn't make any sense, but it does. That's the person you need to be open with.
2: Yeah. If you're not comfortable in expressing those things with your partner, then that's, that's where like a reevaluation of where you are as a couple comes together. Because if your your foundation of your relationship in the bedroom, outside of the bedroom, isn't completely based in not just trust, but communication and really understanding each other's needs, then maybe they're not really the right person for you. Right. And I just think a lot
0: of times people keep their like kinky fantasies to themselves and fear of someone else looking at them like, what the fuck are you into? But uh, there's ways to like gently get into those conversations. And if you could do that, it could really help your relationship and then lead to so many other things. I've had a lot of couples on my show who talked about being very vanilla in a very vanilla relationship marriage and just starting to talk about their fantasies wound up trickling down to them opening up their relationship three years later so it just starts there right right you're further along the line a,
2: a trigger somewhere yeah but I think also other people who are too afraid to really explore that it for themselves they I don't want to say live vicariously through people like us. Uh, We don't really, there's maybe three or four of our friends, like our close friends that know that we do any of this, right? Right. Um, But there are people that are subscribers of mine that know us in real life that also confide in me. Because they see what I'm doing and they feel safe in talking to me about the things that they're afraid to talk to their partner about. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or they they have a secret Instagram account that they don't want their partner to know about, but they add me to it and they'll ask me for advice. I have a, a guy who asks me for makeup and wardrobe advice and what I think of his new heels and I love that. Right. I love being able to be that for somebody because if they don't have anybody else, that's uh, they they need somebody. Yeah, of
0: course. And I'm sure you get a lot of that because there's a whole generation of uh, people that weren't able, they grew up in just a a time where you weren't, it wasn't so open and people, so people kept most of their kinks and their fetishes on the DL. I I don't think the younger generation is like that, but people my age are, and that's, I have a whole catalog filled of people living those kind of lives. And only fans and custom videos and all these kinds of the new things that have come out are a place where people can go get help. As well as podcasts listening to shows like this and being like, oh I get those emails too. Thank you so much. I know I'm not alone, but they're still living with that secret and they can't tell their partners. So I always like to show different stories to show people how to get to where people like you are right i mean you guys were kind of open from the beginning and playing around so it seems like it was more natural for you guys but you know we realize that now yeah Yeah, but it's still but that's okay but because life takes you in a different direction doesn't mean you could always get back but it's always i think great for people to hear different people's stories so Thanks oh, for sure. so much for calling in and sharing yours. And I'll put all your links on. Thank and, you.
2: Uh, yeah, because, this was so much fun. I
0: had such a great time. That's awesome, Ginger. Send me more pics, right? You're going to send me more pics and I'll post them. And then oh, we'll I will promote for sure. Your okay. Thank you, Ginger. Thanks so much for calling in.
2: Thank you so much,
1: Kathy. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com.
0: If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, and share my videos It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics